0: Hey everybody! Thanks for listening to Animal on a Tangent. It's Dave Piper. I almost talked myself out of doing this. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of shit I've tried to talk to you guys about before. It's it's uh it's like this struggle of like wanting to do it, but then I think, oh, it's just gonna be dumb, or you will not have anything to talk about, or you're not going to enunciate very well, and it's gonna end up sounding dumb or whatever. <clears throat> and I really think that that's just a bit of like. I think that self-doubt is like, it, it, it's kind of, it's almost like you need it for safety in a way. I shouldn't even say you need it for safety, but it's almost like this trigger that goes in your head that just goes, "Uh, like, it's going to probably be silly or blah, blah, blah. And I think that the, the probably the most important thing in our lives is to like shut that down 90% of the time because it doesn't... Like, we don't, like, because probably what happened was before now, people thought to themselves, like, I should eat and sleep and, like, make sure, like, I'm getting people fed that I care about and stuff like that, but past that, we're good. And because we live in a world that we live in now, there's other stuff you want to do, so you get to this point in which, like, you, you, you know, like, there are the things that maybe when we were developing the self-doubt thing it was there to keep us safe from problems and not trying to reach too far but we got smart and what ended up happening is we just i almost feel like the self-doubt thing it's like it's like it's just trying to keep you safe but really in today's world we don't we don't really need that safety net maybe this is all bullshit maybe this is me trying to rationalize it to try to feel better about um my self-doubt or what i don't know but i think the most important thing is to talk about it and this is very like meta i guess and within itself but i had a lot of self-doubt about recording this and i did not plan on talking about this what i really wanted to talk about (laughs) was something I've never talked about on the podcast before so sorry that we started off on such a I guess too much of a deep note and let's go to something more light I like getting free shit I it's insane the lengths that I go to to get free shit but I really do enjoy it um I feel like I don't know I don't know if it's like a Scottish thing or just like the way I was brought up but but getting something for nothing is like I don't know, it's just like the best thing ever it's just, for me, it's like I don't know what what it is. I basically scrounge the internet, try to find free things, and I found that a subreddit called freebies on reddit they they really give a nice like like a lot of people get together there and they uh and they just tell you where all of it is. So I sign up because of it, and then Google Chrome, you know, like most internet browsers has a autofill. So like you really don't even have to do that much to, to get anything, but like if someone's giving away a free hat and just like put in your information, we'll send you a hat. It's like, oh, so I have to click my mouse twice in, in the, where it says first name. If I click on that box twice and all my information pops up, I can just get this hat in like six to eight weeks. And yes, that that is exactly what happens. And so, and I I got this like I don't say it's not an addiction, but I just I do it. Um, shit, I'll be real honest with you guys because you guys are listening to my podcast. So like, I just got what it, what happened today is I got this pair of sunglasses. It's from a company called Nectar. In fact, I'm gonna look it up right now while we're while we're sitting here. I accidentally clicked on League of Legends. It's okay. But there's a company called Nectar, and they have they make sunglasses. I signed up through Parliament, like the cigarette company, to get these free sunglasses. And so they just sent them to me. And they're like, I don't know, like pretty nice sunglasses. I'm surprised how nice they are considering, I don't know, they were just completely free. So I'm actually going to look them up right now and just see the cost on these. They look like, these are like 30 bucks. If I was going to buy them, they'd be like 30 bucks. But, Dude thirty bucks like whatever right? thirty bucks I don't make thirty bucks in an hour, let alone I mean, let alone like I didn't have to go get the thirty. it got sent right to my house i'm the I actually just found another pair they might be twenty bucks, and now this is all bullshit. That's a joke, that's a joke completely No, they're great, anyways, I just got them I was pretty pretty jacked pretty jacked to get them. I was like, I need to talk about this. And I was thinking I should talk about some of the free shit that I've got over over the years because I've been doing this for about two three years now. How it started was I started with this weird sticker obsession, where if someone was giving out free stickers, I would ha- I would just have them sent, and I just put them all over my computer. And though that was very fun, I don't know. It was fun to like get different stickers, and like I'm actually looking at the computer now, and it's very like, I don't know. It's kind of fun, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, that that was a ridiculous, like, so one time someone, someone sent, uh, American Express was giving away these small shop starter packs, where if you had a small store, they would send you, like, bags and pins and stickers and stuff just for free, so I, so I had a bunch of shit sent here for that, and, uh, Jamie was pretty pissed off, I got, like, I got, I think I did Man, I think I did two orders of them, maybe by accident. So I think two orders came, and we had like thirty-five or forty tote bags, and we did not know what to do with them. And uh, I think we gave away half. Someone, someone took half of them, like twenty of them, and then I don't know what ended up with the other half. But anyways, there were, like stickers, and then there was I don't know, there's just a bunch of stuff, and. Bunch of different stickers. I'm trying to think what other stickers I have on here. A lot of beer stickers, because Jamie works at the place and they have beer stickers a lot, but. Oh, like my niece and nephew gave me a Batman sticker, so that's. And that, dude, tangent. Anyways, I'm talking about getting free shit. And another, so like some other, some other free shit that I've gotten. I'm trying to think. Um, there's one that I'm like really. I'm gonna talk about it later. But I'm pretty ashamed of it. Like, I, I didn't think about it at the time, and like, I guess you kind of forget that you're 27 and you shouldn't be an asshole. Because, and you guys will, oh, I got a, uh, I'll, I'll explain it to you later. I got a, uh, a diabetic blood reader, like one of those electronic ones. That thing's valued at like 80 bucks. And I got one of those. Just, you know, you never know when you could slip into diabetes. Happens to like most of the country. So I just want to be prepared. But, yeah, no uh so we haven't opened it yet or used it, but we have that. Um one time I got a cooking ore from Labat Blue, I think. And it's basically like if you make giant pots of chili. It's like a cooking ore, you, you you use to like you know, stir it up or so. And uh yeah, so your cooking ore was pretty sweet. Never used it, yeah. A lot of, not gonna lie to you guys, like, the the conversations after I got the stuff, like, oh, what'd you do? Nothing, it just sits, it usually just sits there. The sunglasses I'll probably use. Um, The diabetic thing, I already explained that. The oars hasn't been used, but I leave it next to my bed for a weapon. Um, In case someone comes in the house. And also, it's an oar, shaped like a paddle. You know, the wife could, you know, you never know what she's into. Nothing yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't, I, there's one I want to talk about a little bit. but My wife made me feel like shit after I got it. And then she was right when I really thought about it. I guess I'll just tell you guys. Um, so there was shit. This is, I don't know. No one listens to this. Um, so I got a, can- I got a, a cane, like for like a blind person. I know I'm laughing cause I think it's hilarious just because i got it it's from like the some kind of blindpeople.com i don't i don't i don't know what the website was but i mean i feel like shit laughing about it not really i don't i think it's kind of like, like in the grand scheme of things it doesn't matter they think they think they sent a cane out to a blind person they think he's like walking around loving it i got a cane now it sits in my corner i have a good story i mean every i don't see the problem really i do kind of feel bad because like they're me. <laughs> There's probably, there might be a blind guy somewhere that, like, just didn't make the cut, and I have his cane. And uh now that I'm thinking about that, that makes me feel bad. But I'm just going to assume they have, like, a load of canes. Maybe what I should do is, what's really bad, my wife doesn't know this part, but when I opened up the cane and took it out, on, on it was, like, a little thing that said, like, paid for, like, donated by in the person's name. And that made me feel <laughs> even worse after my wife, like, just, like, ripped me a new asshole. This thing came, and it looked like, it looked like the same way a driver would when it came through the mail, but without the head on it, you know? And, like, maybe another foot long, maybe two feet, I don't know. But, and it says, like, on there, like, from It's That's not the website, but it's something like that. And, uh, so I just... Uh, So she like, she didn't read me. She was actually pretty, she wasn't an asshole about it. She just said like, hey man, that's probably not cool. <laughs> and Like when your wife, t- when my wife takes that kind of tone where she's talking to me like my friend would, I know that like, this is really coming from a friendship place and not a, we bitch at each other sometimes cause we're married. Really coming from the friendship place. So I didn't, uh, I didn't, I thought, actually, first I rejected it, and I was, like, laughing. But then I thought about it, and I was like, eh, I'm not gonna do anything like that again. In case the blind are giving out more canes because they have so many, I'm not gonna get another one. But I got the one, and the story, so whatever. I feel good about that. So, yeah, I don't know. So... I guess I haven't talked to you guys in a bit. I'm doing really well mentally. I've seriously been more. I've, I've felt. I've felt less depressed. I've never. So I don't know. Less depressed. I mean, obviously, my childhood ages, but like I've never felt. Um. So. Um. I don't know what the right word is. I want to say satisfied because that's not the right word. That's the first word that comes to mind, and not content either. I just feel really at ease with things, and really, um, I really, I don't know, I'm just, everything's good, everything feels like it can be taken in stride, um, had some crazy stuff with work, I don't know what's happening, and, and I'm oddly okay with it, actually, I can talk to you guys about, I'm considering quitting, thinking about it, I really am, like, jamie and i talked about it a little bit and we talked hey maybe i'll go get into some other production job somewhere else in the country and you know i i don't mind working so that's not the issue it's uh but then i was thinking man i'd really like to do some more stand-up maybe and try to pursue that more and actually pursue it because i don't really ever do it cuz i it scares me it's like once i do it okay i'm like all right well i'm good like i can do it okay and it's like to take the next step of failure i think is a harder it's a harder step because the next step is like i do stand up and then a, and then if you're not good enough then you don't then eventually you don't do stand up like that's the next step cuz like the step right now is I go every now and again and blah, blah, blah. But, like, to really put time into it, that's what you have to do. You have to start, like, sacrificing time with your wife and your dogs and sleep and other shit you like to do. So like no video games, stuff like that. And that's, that's, that's the kind of step you have to take. And it's like, well, if you take that step, you, I mean, you've got to really try. And uh, it scares the hell out of me. I don't know. Just, like, writing that much material all the time. Like, it takes me so long to get a good joke. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's what it is. It takes a long time. And eventually you get, so you get a little bit better at it, but you just generally, it still takes a long time to just get material. I don't know. But, um, what I do know for sure, and a buddy said something to me before saying, man, like, hey man, like, Sure, Chrysler's great and everything, but I don't really think that's something like that you should be doing. He said something like that. He might have been a little bit nicer than that and said nicer things, but I don't want to like pump myself up because that's gross, but I still told you about that, so who knows what I want to do? He said something like you're 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 too smart to be doing something like that something like, it was something along those lines, which is very nice, but um, I don't agree with him per se. I'm not that bright but I will say this I think I have too much interesting things to say and to talk about and I think that I can provide good conversation depending upon the party I'm with and there's just stuff I'd rather do than build cars really like I've really gotten excited about the art within video games recently. And I'm not talking about, like, not working at Chrysler anymore. Like, that's fine. Like, I could still work at Chrysler and do this shit, and I plan to. I really do. And so none of that's the same. I think I just... I think I'm starting to really break down that wall of, like, self-doubt. Or at least today I am. At least... 17 minutes ago or so, I, I was like, "F this noise, we're gonna go talk for a bit." Um. So yeah, that's that's uh, what I've been doing. What have I been doing recently? What have I been doing? Um, it's been a long time since I done I've done a podcast. We still only have two dogs. <laughs> now, I haven't been doing a lot, you know. Like the division came out, and I really enjoyed the division. It's been so much fun, and. Yeah, I don't know. I've been playing a lot of guitar recently, nah, which I kind of, I would not say gave it up for a bit, but, like, I wasn't playing there. Like, I might play once a month, twice a month, and now I'm playing about every day for about an hour, and it feels good. I, like, really enjoy playing. Um, I've watched a movie every day this year, I think. I'm gonna try to, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna watch 366 movies this year because it's a leap year, leap year, you know, and, um, So that's one for every day. I think I think you guys got there. If you didn't get there that's not the first time you've been confused today, because anyways, um so I've been watching a movie every day this year, and I wish I had my phone on me, I'd pull out the list. Uh it's uh actually I have I have the list I have part of the list on Evernote, so I'll pull that up real fast. Um All the movies that I did I gave a gave a rating. On a scale of one to ten, just like normal people, and ten being perfect. Like there, I don't see anything wrong with the movie at all. Not necessarily my enjoyment of it, or how entertaining it was, or any of that. Like that, that's part of it, but like ten means perfection. Anything below ten is just like, kind of like how I, how much I enjoyed it, How well it was... I mean, that's that's just a combination of everything. A real one. Not how entertaining... Everyone always says that. You should be rated on entertainment. And I'm like, no. Because, like, I've seen some movies that aren't super entertaining. That are visually very interesting. And I've also seen movies that are visually dog shit. But are great otherwise. Like, we watched Superbad the other night. And Superbad is... One of the funniest movies ever, right? Like seriously, it's—I can't believe how much that holds up. Almost ten years later, it's—it's it's almost ten years old now, which I know it's crazy to say that, but it is. Um, and so like, so Superbad's funny, right? It's—it's it's good. It's well written. Pacing's really good. There's a couple jokes I don't think are that good. I think they're silly, but whatever. Um. I but it's like but so but it shot well as well and that's the interesting thing. It's like there's a lot of interesting camera work um on their conversation scenes. The way they shoot those is interesting. It's not like a lot of movies I've comedies I've seen I'm saying. Like I've seen this in a lot of dramas but like um in the scene it's like really breaking down super bad which is silly. But I'm pretty sure this is right. But, like, in the scene that um, they're trying to get alcohol, so, like, the first half of the movie, my bad, the scene, like, Jonah Hill gets hit by the car, and the guy's like, I can get you guys alcohol. I'm a real cool guy, and whatever. He's like, obviously not a real cool guy. He's weird. Um, like, when they show Seth and Evan talking, you know, it's shot from, like, lower and up at them, because that's how that dude is feeling so when we're seeing them talk they're almost talking down to us you know what i mean and when they cut to the dude when he's talking to them it's it's kind of it's a it's a higher shot and it's almost like and like what he's saying is almost we don't give a shit because we're looking down on it and it almost gives you this feeling of superiority i guess just just slightly it's just it, it at least for me Again, I read into shit that's probably not there. But, um... So, like, I gave it a 9. Like, that's a great movie. It's funny, it's well-written, all that stuff. But, like... You know, what's... what's So then, the, that's just an example. They, they get a total grade. It's not this, like... And also, if a movie's just... Yeah, it was a movie. It wasn't bad, it wasn't good. It was just a movie, and they told a story. It just gets a 5, man. Like, I'm not... Like, a 6 is not a bad rating. A 7 is not a bad rating. I don't give a lot of 8s and 9s out. Um, I think IMDB is too high on their ratings. I'm actually going to take all my ratings, put them into a spreadsheet. Probably going to need help doing that because I don't know how to work Excel. But I'm going to put it into a spreadsheet and see what my average is, or, like, what mine is in relation to IMDB's. Um, I I I'd, I'd expect that they they would be higher, and I would expect that they would be higher almost a full point. Except, except. The three Bat Nolan Batman movies all get twelves because they're the best movies ever, and um, I rate some movies higher. So they all get elevens. Sorry, and then I rate movies some higher because they go to eleven. I rate some movies higher. Than IMDb because I just if I if I really think like they're really good and I and like a gr- another great example is Fast and the Furious right the Fast and the Furious the first movie we just watched it a couple nights ago and sorry it was twenty four days ago because I have the list in front of me and it's so like Fast and the Furious for me gets a seven because It's not terribly well written. It's not terribly well acted. It's not terribly well filmed. But it is entertaining (laughs) from the start. And it's not poorly written or poorly filmed or poorly, you know, poorly acted. It's just not great. It's not the best. But it's so entertaining and fun. And it's like, whatever. It's like, that's a seven for me. But then, like, sometimes there's shitty movies like, what was that one? There was one. Oh, Unfinished Business was this comedy with Will Ferrell, Tom Wilkinson, who plays, like, uh, the mob boss on Batman Begins, and Dave Franco, and he's uh James Franco's little brother. He's in, like, Neighbors and stuff. He, like, that was just so bad. It was... I think I gave it a three because there were a couple jokes in there that were funny. There was a scene in that movie where like they're, they're in Europe for something and they go downstairs to like take a shit in, at some club. They're at some club and they go, and like Vince Vaughn goes down to take a shit. And really it's like a glory hole area and there's just a bunch of penises on the wall, right? So like that's whatever. I'll laugh at that because dicks are funny. And if you put a penis in a movie, I'm probably going to laugh. So like whatever. And that's funny. Then, like, Dave Franco comes down and, like, doesn't notice that there's penises hanging out of these stall walls, right? Which, like, they're not, they're not Dave Piper penises. You can see them. Like, they're big. And, they're not big, big. They're good size, though. And, like, Dave Franco's like, oh, well, I guess I have to go to the bathroom. And, like, walks over and, like, grabs one of the dicks. Dude, Dave Franco, if you don't know the difference between what one a porter like a, a sorry it wasn't a porter pipe like a, a stall's handle I've never seen a dick shaped stall handle in my life and maybe that would be interesting every now and again but what I'm saying is like that was a dog shit movie you're gonna put some oh it's hilarious he grabbed the dick it's so dumb I I hope I hope I'm not trashing anybody like you guys like the movie um and then a perfect so like that was a dog shit movie I think I rated something lower than that. No, that, yeah, that got a three. I thought something had a two. You guys don't care about this. Control find this and try to find, find the twos. Um, I can't, um, anyways. Shoot. Well, maybe I didn't. I never rated anything a two. Oh, no, no, sorry. No. No, nothing a two. Nothing out of two or one. So lowest rating was three. That and bandits was really bad. Billy Bob Thornton and, uh, Bruce Willis, and that was just horrible, horrible. And then a great, a great example for five for me was like Magic Mike. It was just it wasn't bad. It was just I just didn't. It was a, okay. Yeah. So I'll say like what I've watched, I'll just go through like the first ten real fast. If you guys don't care, skip. You guys can skip. You can end the podcast now because I'm gonna. This is how I'm finishing it. I talk about ten, and what I'm gonna do is try to catch up. If if I keep doing podcasts, I don't know. This might be the only one. For a bit, am I might do one tomorrow. I don't know. Um, so I watched this movie called "Death of Superman Lives" on January first, first movie of the year. "Death of Superman Lives" There's a movie about this Superman movie that they were gonna make with Nick Cage in the nineties, um, right after around like right around the time the Matrix came out. And um, but the George Clooney Batman performed so horribly that they decided not to go forward with it and some other reasons. Um, but that that was one of the main reasons. So that was actually a cool documentary. Nicolas Cage was real cool in it. Um, you're going to hear about one of his movies much later, and it was so sweet. It's on Netflix. It's called Seeking Justice. I've, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I found a couple, like, awesome gems that, like, man... Not bad. I think. So I only gave it a six, but, like, it wasn't a bad movie. It was just because it was kind of confusing. But, man, it was. Like, I would. Don't know if I'd watch it again. It was good, though. Oh, yeah. Like, so my rules for the movie list are also just before I get into it. I can have seen the movie before. That counts as a movie. I can't see the same movie twice. So I've seen Star Wars twice since. I started doing this. I only counted it once. I saw Batman vs. Superman twice. only counted it once. So, Otherwise, I'd be two more ahead, I guess. I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. But, those two things. The third thing. Oh, documentaries count mostly. Most of the time. There's a documentary that's like 50 minutes. If it's under an hour, I won't count it. But like broke. The 30 for 30 broke. That counts... It's a documentary. It's like an hour and 17. So that's true. That's about it, I think. I think those are all the rules that I have. Some people do it where you can't can't have seen anything on it. I was like, that's bullshit. I like watching movies that I like. So, whatever. Man, I sounded like the dumbest redneck right there. I was like, I like watching movies that I like. No shit, Sherlock. You you like watching movies you don't like? Is that what you enjoy doing? Man. Alright. So Jersey Girl was the second movie I watched. The reason I watched it was it's a Kevin Smith movie. I've never seen it. People shit on it all the time. Not that bad. It wasn't that bad of a movie. I don't know what everyone... Maybe just at the time it was really bad. Like Ben Affleck has some wishy-washy parts and there's some rough spots. I'm not saying it's like a smooth piece of oak, but it wasn't bad. It was like a pretty good... Sit. I won't ever watch it again. But I gave it a five. Third movie I watched was Bandits. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Horrible movie. Just absolutely horrible. Don't watch it. It's. I gave it a three because it, it it was shot well. They did interesting things, but man, it just like the script couldn't save it. The acting couldn't. I hate Bruce Willis too. That's another issue. Whatever. Number four movie I saw was Contact. I gave it a six. And I'm a little bit questioning that six. I felt like I liked it a little bit more. More like a seven. The issue I think I had with Contact was... Um, there were there was like a 30-minute part of the movie that like they were trying to get something done and they couldn't get it done. But then they were able to do it because so like they needed to use this ship basically and this ship was going to be awesome and they were going to use it and then all of a sudden they couldn't use it because of some other stupid reason right so then you're like oh and they like there's the ship was one of a kind so it was like oh we're just not gonna be able to bust well there's still like another hour and a half of the movie it's so, like well how are they gonna get up there because they're like, trying to move to a talk to the things which is by the way like I don't think that that movie's that far off. Maybe. Like, I wouldn't be that surprised if, that's, if that was true. That movie. Just just whatever we learned in that movie. Anyways, you can go see it. It's a good movie. And honestly, Con- I'm going to switch my thing. Contact had the best shot I've ever seen in a movie, I think. We're going to give it a seven. Um, they do this incredible shot of Jenna Malone walking up the staircase. And she's walking up to like go get maybe her dad's inhaler or something. I don't know what he what she's going to get. She's like something had like her dad needs pills or something, so she's like running up the stairs, I think, and it's following her. So like the camera's in front of her face and she's running up the stairs, up the uh, top floor of the house to the to the bathroom. The shot and she just comes through and it comes like the shot follows all the way down the hall. We're backing down the hall, and she's running towards the camera, you know? And she's about, hmm, I don't know, 10 years old in this movie, maybe 12. She's pretty young. And uh, so we're backing, backing. And then we actually back. It's so trippy. You guys got to see. It's on YouTube. Incredible. I watched it like seven or eight times once I real. I was like, what was that? It backs into her grabbing... The. Her grabbing the mirror, it doesn't cut. That's the, the thing. I don't know how they shot it. But it's like them backing up. I might have talked about this on a podcast. They're backing up, backing up. And she like grabs the mirror, like pulls the mirror open. But now we're not part of the mirror that she pulled open. It's like he was shooting the reflection of her running down the hall, kind of. <laughs> Does that make sense? It was incredible how good it was. Seriously. Don't know how they did it. So, uh YouTube that shit. A Knight's Tale was the fifth movie I watched. That gets a seven. It was pretty good. Alan Tudix is really funny in it. Heath Ledger, I'm sad that he's dead, man. It's really rough to see that guy in movies now, because I think. What was I said to Jamie after we watched The Dark Knight, I said to her what would he have done after the Joker? Like, he did the Joker, and it was just so good, and I, like I said, we just rewatched those movies, and, I mean, he's just, he is so good in that role, and he's so good in many, in so many roles. I mean, he's just, he's a good actor. It's just like, what would he have done? It's like, what did Anthony Hopkins do after Hannibal Lecter? I guess, like, we saw that, so... Maybe it would be something that interesting. I don't know. And it's like, what is the third Batman movie like if Heath Ledger doesn't die? I just, I wish that guy didn't die for personal reasons. I saw Gone Girl for my sixth movie. I gave that a nine. I think that movie's almost perfect. Ben Affleck is probably the problem with that movie. He's not a great actor. So, he has some rough spots in Gone Girl. But other than that, I think that's nearly perfect. Oh, and, like, I didn't mind, like, the fact that, like, they should have cast someone else as his, like, hot girl on the side. I just, like, she can't act and, like, she has that really weird, like, puffy face type situation. I don't know. I understand, like, she's not an unattractive girl, great body on her, but her face is weird. She can't act. She had a tiny head. I don't know. I just wasn't, like... She sucked. They should have got somebody else. It would have been sweet. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, good actors. But, like, any, like Gillian Jacobs or Alison Brie. Or, like, even, like, Olivia Munn would have been better there. I guess they had to get somebody super young. Olivia Munn's, like, in her 30s. So, that doesn't work. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, what was the next movie? Sorry. I a, had a chewing situation going on right there. Um, then I watched The Avengers. Number seven. That's the one with Uma Thurman, though. And uh, that was just a five. It wasn't very good, though. It was somewhat entertaining. That's the end of that. Number eight. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. And that was the one with Kira Knightley and, uh, man, his name's slipping my mind. Steve Carell. And, uh, that was great. It's an eight. I gave it an eight. It was a cute movie. There were some pacing issues, but, I mean, it was good. Just some points, like, it's like somewhere around three quarters through the way of most of those kinds of movies. About three quarters. There's, like, this lull. And it happens in, like, almost every comedy it's almost like when they're it's that weird part where they're like all right we got to like change some stuff real quick like we got to start making these characters have depth and meaning and stuff like that and it's like i don't know, just keep like let us watch these people interact the world that you've set them in i mean that that that's the interesting thing about movies and you well know, every every movie seems to have that like wall so, not every movie. Every movie like that. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, number 7. It was awesome. Sorry, it was number 9 on the list. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, I gave it a 7. It's an awesome movie, but not as good as I remember, but it is an awesome movie. Um, a little bit too on the nose, but I mean, that's what they do. It's just, it's just you just have to be ready for that. And then the tenth movie I watched was a movie called like Kidnapped for Christianity or Kidnapping for Christianity or something like that. But I gave it a six. Not for what you think. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was really interesting. Watched what these horrible Christian people did. I have no issues with that. Really, the person that made it wasn't a great storyteller and that was the issue. They had some really interesting, like the first 40 minutes were great. And then like that last hour was like, oh, she did not know where to go with this story, and she just goes on, like, this silly, weird path of, like, I don't know, it's just not good, and then like, like, dude, if I can just be honest, I'll be super honest with you guys, like, there's a moment, so like, there's a part in this movie where this guy gets taken. He has to go to this like Christian day camp because his parents find out he's gay, which is horrible. I mean, obviously, I'm against all. Oh, it's just terrible and retarded. And he's like this really sweet kid. He's a really good heart, and he just like liked to act. And he was just, you know, he was kind of like he was kind of a feminine gay guy, but he was a good kid and just seemed like a really sweet dude. And then they send him to this stupid Christian camp, and he can't, like, get out of there. And he's, like, 17. He actually turns 18 in the camp. He can't get out of the camp. They, like, won't let him leave. It's down in, like, Mexico, so they can't get him out of there. And, like, his friends find out about it. And this woman was there. Um, The woman doing the documentary was there to, like, show how great it was. And then when she got in there, she was, like, they, just, they don't treat the kids great. And... It's so like, the kid can't get out of there. Eventually, they got him out. I don't remember how, but it's something to do with him turning 18 and some kind of paperwork and some BS. But The kid gets out and, like, deserts. He, like, pieces out Bergdahl style and nobody can find him. And he basically tells the camera crew that he's been talking with the whole time because, you know, like, they've been following his story at the camp. He, like, tells the camera crew afterwards, like, leave me alone. Get the fuck out of my life. My parents told me, you guys better stay out of my life. Something like that. It's very weird. So then, like, 18 months later, some mother, I don't know, maybe four months later, I don't know. It seemed like some time had passed. He, like, contacts them, and they get back together, and he's like, just wants to tell them what happened. And I guess, like, his parents were threatening with something, and then he realized he was fine. But, like, you didn't... The person that got you out of this place and was filming your story and wants to tell your story... And you want to be an actor, and you just don't thank or call or bust that person. That's what this kid does, and I don't know why. I mean, he's scared. He's a kid. I get it. He's dumb. But then when they come, he comes back, and they get him for some reason. All this sweetness and all this like nice kid thing. Like he must have just been scared shitless. Maybe he was a piece of shit before he went there, but he must have just been so scared, and then he seemed like this sweet kid there. But then he gets back, and he's like this. He's kind. Of, he's all right. He's just kind of annoying. He's like this, "Woe is me," and like kind of arrogant though at the same time. And he's very, very, very flaming homosexual, which I think is fun at times. But he just had an annoying way about him. I don't even mean fun at times. It's great, good for you, enjoy it. But that dude just does not seem like a good time at all. Like, and I don't mean jeez, and I don't mean for sex. he's great. My, what I was making, what I was saying, was like he just seems like a shitty dude. No pun intended. Have a great week, guys.